to Totalus Rankium. This week, Gallus. Welcome to Roman Emperor's Totalis Rankium. I'm Jamie. And I'm Rob, ranking all the emperors from Augustus to Augustus. This is episode 37. Ooh. Gallus. 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 Still no Historia Augusta. No, okay. We get it back next episode. Oh, yay, okay. Yay. Right. Recap time. Yes. Because quite a deviation in that last episode, so let's just make sure we are all on the same page. So, Decius. Yes. Tried to help Rome by sacrificing things. Yep. It didn't work. Nope. Asked Valerian to improve the Senate. Yep. Valerian said, no way! No way! And went to the Rhine mm. with an army. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're just imagining him on his wine cruise. Yeah. <laughs> That's Vine Shack. <laughs> yes. Good old Vine Shack. Neon strobing lights. Yeah. The Goths and the other tribes invade... Decius takes his son off to kill them, fails miserably, yep. dies, Hostilian is declared emperor. Yes. Everyone's dying of plague, the Persians mm -hmm. are causing trouble, yep. everything's falling apart. Yes. Right. Okay. And in steps, Gallus. Gallus. High hopes for this one? No. No? No. Let's see, shall we? Right, he was born Gaius Vibius Aphinius Tribonianus Gallus. He is sometimes known in the list as Trebonianus Gallus, okay. or even just Trebonianus, or sometimes Gallus. Okay. I've gone for Gallus because it was easier to spell. And get on the card as well. Yeah, well, I actually know that. Also, <laughs> it's like, oh, that one will fit on the card easier. I'll choose that one. So we're going to call him Gallus. He was born in 206 under the reign of Severus. Oh, so he's quite old then. Yeah, we don't know where he was born. But we believe he was an Etruscan senatorial family member. Okay. So, from just north of Rome, uh, a well-to-do family. And because his senatorial class, that, that puts him in the standing to be emperor as well. He's got the credentials. Yes, he does. So he'll be climbing the cursus on him, etc., etc. Yes. He grew up. There we go. That's his early life. <laughs> he then had two children with his wife, Venae Gemina. He had a girl and a boy. The girl was Vibia Galla, and the son was Vibius Velucianus. Vibia and Vibius. I wouldn't worry too much about writing their names down. Oh, I've just crossed them out. Yeah. <laughs> right, he rose through the political ranks, achieving consul at some point. And he became the governor of Moesia in 250. So that, that catches his life up to uh, present day. He is now the governor of Moesia, and it's 250. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, as you can see, really don't have any details on him. No. Nope. We know he was born and he had some children. Well, we know he's also 44 years old as well. Oh, yeah, so we do. He would have been struggling against the invasion from Caniba. Yeah, see? Got yeah. It, got it. When <laughs> Decius and his son arrived. Yep. Gallus was put in charge of a large portion of the army when Decius set off to kill the Goths. So Gallus was seen as a high-up member of this army. Yeah. Possibly even second in command, but we don't know for certain. As covered in Decius's episode, there was some to and throw between the two sides until eventually Decius and his son died. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit sad, wasn't it? Mm. And as we very briefly looked at last episode, what we, we saw Rome's reaction. So let's have a look at the army's reaction. They didn't react. Oh. They... They seemed... Possibly they were in shock after such a defeat. 
this wasn't just one person got killed in camp and they declare another emperor. This time they've been wiped out. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so they weren't in a fit swamp. state to declare another emperor. No. However, after a while, news comes through that Hostilian, Decius's son, has been made emperor. At this point, the troops seem to sit around and go, oh, hang on, don't we usually decide who the next emperor is? <laughs> so they sit around, have a chat, and decide that Gallus would be far better than Hostilian. So they send a letter off to Rome saying, eh, no, actually, I don't think so. Gallus is the emperor. We don't know how much Gallus had a say in this. Maybe this was a, another, we're going to force you into it. Maybe it wasn't. Who Possibly. Yeah. A few days later, news comes back. The Senate say, no, Hostilian's the emperor. Civil War. Yay. However, Gallus steps in and comes up with his cunning plan. He will become the Emperor still, but so will Hostilian. Yeah. And Gallus will adopt Hostilian, and they're all together. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the nicest Civil War I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's, you've got to give Gallus Probably. some credit for averting Civil War there. Well, he probably had an idea of how bad it was, I guess. Yes. I mean, it just goes to show, as bad as Rome was, as ridiculous as it is, that every five minutes the army seemed to be declaring a new emperor at yeah. this point. At least some people are going, hang on, we can't keep doing this. Everything's going to fall apart if yeah. we do. So, civil war is averted. So he then sets about getting rid of the Goths. How's he going to do that? Play some dance music. <laughs> Techno oh, beats. That, that would have been brilliant. No, the only way he can get rid of the Goths is to say to the Goths, please go away. You can take everything you've looted from us and uh, we'll pay you an annual sum if you just leave us alone. Yeah, of the money that we don't have. Yeah, but we promise we'll find some. Please just leave us alone. Go please. away. Yeah. This, as ever, did not go down too well with the Romans. Yeah, it's not nice. like that, do they? As Gibbon put it, the prince who, by a necessary concession, had probably saved his country, became the object of the general contempt and aversion. His popularity plummeted at this point. They don't get it, do they? They really don't get it. <coughs> News then comes through that Hostilians died of the plague, sweeping the entire emperor. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people were dying of the plague, as we've it's already discussed. It was very hard to escape it, especially in the capital. Mm. In fact, I'm afraid to say, Jeff was a casualty. No. Jeff's died. Senator Jeff. Senator Jeff is dead. Younger Jeff still in the army. Oh. I've lost track of wh whose army he's in. But he's in the he army. He moves around quite he a lot. He does, so. yeah. He gets transferred a lot for some reason. Oh, well, but, sorry for Jeff. Yeah, Senator Jeff is dead. That was son of Jeff who died in the uh, the battle with Macrinus mm. and uh, Alexander. He was getting on, though. He was getting on. He was getting old. So no wonder he couldn't survive that mm. bout of plague. But we've still got his son. Yes, got a son. And good news, his son's just had a uh, daughter. Oh, right, okay. And they're expecting a second one, so you oh, never know. Oh, very nice. How good. Good news for the Jeffy family. Yes. Yeah. Is it Jeffy? Jeffianus, isn't it? Oh, it's Jeffianus. Jessicus. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> apart from Jeff, Hastilian's dead as yeah. well. Gallus is now the sole ruler. Well done, Gallus. Now, the fact that there was... Technically, no one currently actually this very second invading the Empire yeah. seemed to give the Romans just enough time to start looking around and finding someone to blame for the mess that they found themselves in. Yep. They all blame Gallus. <laughs> you caused the plague. <laughs> you're awful. Pretty much. It's like, oh, you're, you're in charge, are you? Right. Well, what are you going to do about it then? Nothing? You're useless. Kill him. Yeah. Oh. 
In 253, hearing about how weak the Romans were, more barbarian tribes come rushing into the Empire. Now, if Gallus thought that making that deal with Caniva thought that the other tribes would feel obligated to follow it, he was sorely mistaken. Okay. <laughs> because that's not how they worked. Nope. No. So, from the north, hordes of barbarians still coming thick and fast. Now, however, we're going to pan over to the east again, because our good friend, Shapur, is up and running again. He's managed to organise the assassination of the king of Armenia. Oh. If you remember, Armenia was now Persian, according to the Persians and the Romans, but the Armenians had something to say about that. Yes. Certainly not. <laughs> what? When was that decided? I wasn't at that meeting. Yeah. Did you get the minutes? I didn't. Yeah, so Armenians weren't too happy, but the king was assassinated. The Armenians put someone new in place, but in 251, Sharpur invaded Armenia, and the king of Armenia ran into Roman territory seeking asylum. Mm. Help! Yeah. <laughs> They're coming! Shalpur saw the resistance of Armenia and the giving of asylum to the king of Armenia as a breach of contract that he and Philip had come up with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, therefore, Shalpur apparently was now free to invade Rome again. Ooh. So he does. In 252, Shalpur moves into Syria and takes Antioch. If you remember, last time he sieged it, this time he takes it full on. Oh dear. Rome has lost its third city. Ooh. Details are very messy, but there was a good chance that there was a high-up aristocrat in Antioch who betrayed the city and handed it over to the Persian king. Monster. Yes, a monster. <laughs> oh, a monster? The, the monster. The monster. Oh, the, the monster. Bad, bad guy. Not oh, just what a, a monster. No, that'd be no, like that Minotaur or something. Yeah, that's straying into 300 territory of history. Yeah. Sorry to any monitors listening. Yes. Don't mean to offend. <laughs> yeah. Sharpor then ravages the Syrian provinces and destroys the Roman armies in the area. It's looking like the east is going to fall. It's, yeah. <laughs> yes. One man called Uranus Antonius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> managed to fight back. So this was a private rich Roman who managed to... Yeah pull together enough troops. And defeat the entire Persian army. Well, he didn't defeat, but they were successful enough for his troops to declare him emperor. What? Yes, Uranus, the emperor. However, we never hear of him again. <laughs> Uranus is an emperor. <laughs> no, we never hear of him again. Okay. And he obviously failed his coup attempt. Okay. But there was a coup attempt in the East okay. at this point. Right. Yeah. It's a shame, isn't it? So Uranus is not an emperor. Uranus is not an emperor, I'm really sorry to say. <laughs> that is a shame. <laughs> so he was possibly killed by the Persians, possibly his own troops, we just have no idea. Do you remember that town I mentioned about four episodes ago? At yeah, the end of the episode. Yes, and I said it's going to yes. come back. Right, this is where it comes back. Okay. This is Jura Europa. Now, there's nothing really special about this town. Apart from the fact that, as I mentioned in that previous episode, it kind of kept as a time capsule. So we just happen to know more detail about this one. So at this point, Sharpur and his troops try to take the town. This possibly happened slightly later in 256, it's hard to tell, but we think it's around now. So, let's go over this siege, shall we? The Romans tried to fortify the outpost slash town. Yeah. As much as possible. They demolished all the unnecessary houses to give themselves more materials to build higher walls. Mm. So, to give you a sense, I mean, this isn't a small little castle in the middle of a desert. This is no. a good full town. Yeah. Full of people. Okay. So, they just clear out everyone's houses. 
Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Are you using this house? Well, yes, I see. Yeah, no good. <laughs> no, that's fine. Put it this way. We either tear it down or your throat gets slit tomorrow. Oh, if you put it that way. <laughs> take the house. <laughs> yeah. So they take all the bricks they can from the houses. They also build turf mounds behind the walls to strengthen them. Yeah. The Euphrates was to the east and to the north and the south protected by cliffs. So they only really needed to protect the western wall. We'll put a map on the website. Yes. Yeah. So the Persians then arrive. They try brute force on the gate, but this fails miserably. Lots of Persians die. <laughs> know that this, because there were loads of arrow holes in the main gates that oh, were really? discovered. Yes. Wow. Lots of arrow shafts still sticking out of it. This really was well preserved in the desert. So we know they tried a, an attack on the main gate, and we know it failed. <laughs> they couldn't get through. So the Persians then turned to engineering. A ramp was built to just go over the wall. Sensible. <laughs> just build yeah. a big turf ramp and go over the wall. The Romans responded by building their walls higher. Yeah, oh, who did that before? This is reminiscent of um, Titus. Titus, that was it, yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Persians then decide, let's undermine the walls. <laughs> By saying things behind their back, spreading rumours, that yes, kind of thing. Yes, that kind of These thing. These walls are rubbish. Yeah, and eventually the self-confidence of the walls were eroded so much they collapsed. It's cr yeah, crumbled the <laughs> confidence and the structure. Yeah, that's good. No, they, they, they mined, they mined under okay. the walls. The Romans built countermines to collapse the Persian ones. <laughs> so you've got this underground war going on. That reminds me of uh, the First World War. Yes. Where they used to tunnel under the trenches to set bombs. And then the Germans or the British would do the exact same thing. So they'd meet in the middle and then just have a really awkward sign of, Oh, hi! <laughs> um, just here for a breath of fresh air. Sprecken the English. Plus his dad's Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. Very, very similar. The Persians managed to collapse one of the Roman towers when one of their mines caused it to collapse. So a Roman tower falls. Ooh. This is good, but it doesn't actually breach the wall. It's just the tower's gone. But this is better for the Persians because they this tower happens to be near the ramp, so they can now build the ramp quicker. Yes. And they've got a, haven't got a place to attack as well. Yeah. So the Romans decide it's time to really attack the ramp. So they start building tunnels under the ramp. The ramp eventually collapses, Ooh. because it's made of turf, collapses quite terribly. It cannot no longer support the weight of anyone. So that's the you Persian ramp. You just water onto it, couldn't you? <laughs> yes, you could. Turn into a sludgy mess. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. you. That's without hoses. So it then just goes back to trying to dig under and trying to counter-dig under. <laughs> Two of these mines do actually meet, because we've dug it up. And yes, just like you say... That really awkward, oh, hi. <laughs> what, what are you doing down here? <laughs> 20 Romans were killed. Their bodies were found underground on one Persian. There is a couple of theories. Either they had a dark fight where everyone was a bit confused <laughs> and the Romans really came off worst. Yeah. It's one really eager guy with a sword. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll take them all. Yeah. However, there is some evidence that the Persians were actually experimenting using sulphur heated up to Ooh. cause sulfur dioxide and then flooding it into the mines to asphyxiate. Gas or, warfare? Chemical yes, warfare? This was chemical warfare in ancient times. Wow. Yes. 
There was also evidence in some of the mines of um, barricades being built mm. out of the greatest material they had, which was... Concrete? Dead bodies. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, eventually, the Persians managed to bury under the main tower and purposely collapse it. Their yeah. own mind to collapse the tower. This was the main one where they were getting most of the grief off. Hooray, this is going to work. So they got under the main tower, all yeah. their troops come out, they've set up a system so all the support beams come out. Maybe they just all pull a rope <laughs> or something. A string. <laughs> Bit of string. They all heave on three, and the mine collapses, and the main tower falls. Ooh. About three foot. Oh. And then just stops. <laughs> oh. Well, it would. The tunnel's yeah. only... Yeah, okay. It just goes down a little bit. It just sinks into the ground. And all the Romans in the tower just judder a bit. <laughs> look around. Ooh. You all right? <clears throat> yeah, I'm all right. You all right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, carry on. <laughs> okay. Imagine how depressing it must be for those Persians who have been digging and digging oh, and months. digging. Yeah. And they finally pull it out. They're expecting this to collapse onto the wall to destroy it. And no, it just <laughs> goes clump, thunk. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh dear. That's a testament to Roman building, though, the fact that yeah, it's a crumble. Yeah, it's very impressive, isn't it? <laughs> that's a pretty solid foundation. Yeah. Well, not apparently, but well, solid building. Yeah, very solid building. Yeah. But unfortunately, we don't know how the town was taken, but it was. The Persians yeah. do win this in the end. They don't stay long, uh, and they just left it in the desert as a time capsule. So we were able to figure out what happened there just by looking at. So they destroyed it and just left it? Yeah. Just went in, oh. took what was needed, killed everyone there, and left. And it wasn't discovered again until about a hundred years ago. Wow. Yeah. Desert's a big place. So they say. So they say. It's sandy. Yeah. So all this was happening in the East. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, this isn't just one place. This is just one snapshot. Shapur yes. is all over it. And the Romans cannot fight back. The East is about to collapse. Then, to the North... The Goths are starting to get in these big wooden floaty things called boats. Oh, heard of them. Yeah, and they're going to Asia Minor for a change. Oh. So they're going to go and invade modern-day Turkey. Which is owned by Rome? Yes. Ah, okay. Part, part of the Roman Empire. I was going to say, oh, that sounds good for... Oh, yeah. no. no. Okay. Yeah, so that's that area of the empire being attacked for a change. Oh, dear. Yes. That doesn't mean that the Danube area gets uh, a pass, because the Germanic tribes start pushing down there as okay. well. And also up to the Rhine. Good. Good. Yeah, it's really, really not going very well. However, the governor of Moesia, this is in the Danube region, right. was a man named Emilianus. Okay. He managed to fight back against the barbarians long enough for his troops to... What do troops love doing in the crisis? Oh, revolting. Yes, they declared Emilianus the emperor. Brilliant. They can't help themselves. Right. <laughs> yeah. Gallus seems to have been preparing to go east to deal with Shapur yeah, yeah. at the time. And then he hears that not only has Emilianus been declared emperor by the troops, but the cheeky git had even sent a letter <laughs> to the senate. Really? <laughs> yes, offering them power to rule the empire while he, Emilianus, acted as protector of Rome. So Emilianus Ooh. is trying to get him with the Senate. You can rule Rome. Rule Rome. You guys are good at it. You're the Senate. I'll keep my army up here and defend the, the borders. That's politically very savvy, isn't it? It's very savvy. Because the, the probably Senate is going, oh. Yeah. Remember, no one likes Gallus. His, popu yeah. his popularity has fallen since the start. Ooh. So everyone's going, oh, who's this Emilianus guy? Mm. 
He seems a bit of alright. Let's go for him. <laughs> Gallus, perhaps not wanting to take his eye off the problem of Sharpur. Yes. Understandably, the East is a hair away from falling. So, who do you write to, apart from Batman? Um, who is a dedicated <gasps> person who can help out? You know who it is, but you've forgotten his name. No, no, I remember his name. Is he the one with the, the army in, in, in the Rhine region? Yes. Mr. Valerian. Yes, well done. Yes. It's Valerian. He writes to Valerian and just says, can you sort Emilianus out for me? I've got to go east. Hooks and kisses. Gallus. Yeah. What do you think Valerian did upon hearing this request? Either did that or just went... Or didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out. We'll find out what he does. Oh, okay, thank you. Either way, Gallus was eagerly awaiting reinforcements when he hit, heard that Aemilianus was heading straight for Rome. Yes, yeah. yet again, we have an army heading for Rome from the Danube region with an emperor in Rome desperately trying to put an army together. They need to just like leave the Danube region alone. It's like, okay, that area's out of bounds now. No armies down there, no generals. There's something in the water. You kind of need armies there because that's where the barbarians are. Let them have it. <laughs> Everyone that goes there wants to be emperor, so let them have it. Interesting you say that. Oh. Yeah. You're not too far from something that happens in a couple of episodes' time. Right. So, there we go. We've got Gallus. We don't know the size of his army, but we know that there'd be no match for Emilianus. <laughs> yeah. Because, as per usual, he's just got the Praetorian Guard. Yeah. And, uh, no rival. and the leftovers. Yes. Whereas Emilianus has the Danube legions. The two sides meet in northern Italy. Gallus scans the horizon... Never fear, troops, he says. Valerian will be here any moment. And with the Rhine legions, the day will be saved. <laughs> Is this like the Lord of the Rings and the Two Towers where, you know, Dumbledore says, at the rising of the sun, look to the east. Dumbledore? Dum- what did I say? Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Gang- Gandalf. Gandalf. I was going to say yes. Ganondorf then. <laughs> so I'm, I'm reading Harry Potter to my class. So I'm getting the wizards mixed up. It's a bit like that, but I imagine that they're waiting, they're going, it's, it's the dawn, he's on his way, any time now. So it's quarter past eleven. <laughs> it's no wait, longer Wait, wait, wait. And in his head he can just hear Valerian's voice saying, look to the east at dawn. Yes. And it's just slowly fading away. <laughs> yeah. Still, still looking east. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, he'll be here. He'll be here. <laughs> he'll be, he promised. Maybe he meant tomorrow at dawn. Maybe. Maybe. Eventually, he dies. Oh. <laughs> we don't know how Gallus dies. Oh, brilliant. He either was killed in battle because Emilianus killed him. That's well, a very likely one. He committed suicide because he just realised there was no way he was going to win the battle. He was betrayed by his troops because they realised there was no way they were going to win the battle. Who knows? Maybe he even caught the plague. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he died of waiting for Valerian. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, due, he... due to erosion, then because the city's looking like <laughs> eroded away, boulders and all sorts. Yeah. Mm. Um, he's dead. So's his son. Oh, okay. His son, by the way, was declared joint emperor at some point, as per usual in this time, but we really don't need to worry about that. So, um, yeah, so Gallus dies in northern Italy when Emilianus takes over. And that's his life. So Emilianus is now the Emperor? Yes, Emilianus is now the Emperor. Really? But who is riding south? Or not? <laughs> well, <laughs> Valerian isn't riding south, I can tell you that. Yeah. Right, okay, let's let's rate Gallus, shall we? We'll get more than the other one did. <laughs> 
Fightius Maximus. Only four battles. Yeah, he was a general in a battle. Yeah, that's a plus. So he fought. However, the one we know he was definitely involved in was the one in the swamp with Decius, oh. where they lost. <laughs> yeah. And the other battle we know about is the one where he died. And we don't even know that was a battle. It probably was, and he probably died in it. But we have to infer that he was fairly successful because he became an emperor. Or a general. Even. Possibly, yeah. I think we need to give him something, because he was definitely a general in battles. However... Not high. <laughs> it's not going to be good, is it? No. I'm, I'm going to give him a point for being in the Decius battle and a point <laughs> for being in the possible battle that he died in. It's like at school when you join in, you get a point for joining in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only victories that happened during his reign were... Ones against him. <laughs> yeah. Anyone... Because we can't even say what happened in his reign, because anyone who won a victory whilst he was in charge turned around and declared themselves as emperor. That's true. That guy in the east and Emilianus. Mm. But went, oh, I won something. Right, I'm the emperor now. Because that's apparently what you do in the third century. Yeah. So, oh, I, I won past the parcel. I'm now the emperor. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got married. Emperor! <laughs> Why not? Yeah, so... um. So you're giving him... I'm going to go for two. I'm going to give him one. I'm less impressed. I'm not surprised. That is three for Vidios Maximus. Approvium Crazium. There's a rumour. I like rumours. Yeah. There's a rumour that he purposely betrayed Decius in the battle in the swamp. Ooh. The idea is that he met Caniva beforehand and said, I'll lead the troops into the swamp and you kill them all. Oh, so conniving. So conniving. This is almost certainly not true. No. The rumour was that he visited Caniva yeah. and helped to arrange the trap so that Decius would go into the swamp and be murdered. And then in return, Gallus could become emperor and he would then let the Goths leave without fighting them. Which is exactly what happened. Gallus did become the emperor and he did not fight the Goths. But he became emperor because there was literally no one else yeah. alive who could have been in the army. No. And he let the Goths leave because he didn't actually let the Goths leave. There was no way you could stop them from leaving. Yeah. And why do you want Gallus to be emperor? I don't understand. Yeah, it, it just... It's clearly no one liked Gallus, so everyone just said the worst of him. So that's that's his opprobrium crazy. Yeah. Um, no, I don't believe it. Good saying. He doesn't seem mad. He wasn't a usurper. No, that's true. In a time where everyone was a usurper. Yeah, yes. Yeah, unless he was. If that rumour's true, he was a usurper. But I really don't believe it. Uh, I think he just found himself in the right place at the right time which he soon realised was actually the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, he was a negotiator, because he didn't usurp, he just negotiated it into a position. Yeah. Which is very clever, he's very savvy, actually. Yeah, so I don't think he's crazy. No, not at all. No, I'm not going to give him any. Zero. Successes Ultimus! Uh, he did not start a civil war with Hostilian. Yes, that's very true. So he obviously understood the, the, the balance of the Empire at the time. We, we need stability here. Yeah. I can make it more stable if I'm like a fighting emperor, he and if you don't die of plague... You, you, know, you can say, you can say yes. that, oh, he's dead. I'll do it. Right. How do I get rid of the Goths? We can't fight them. We don't have a big enough army anymore because they're all dead. Uh, let's pay them to go away. Good, they're gone. Oh, everyone hates me. You get the feeling that he was actually trying his best. I think so. I think he's pretty on the ball with it, actually. Unfortunately, his best was really not good enough. Well, no. No. He prevented civil war a little bit until Emilianus declared civil war. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's the good. The bad. The Empire is still spiralling out of control. The East is practically lost. 
Sharpole's got it. What has he actually done to help? See, this is this is where it's had a big negative impact. We're actually we're actually lost a lot of area now in Rome. We've lost the third largest city, Antioch. Yeah. Um, things aren't. You know, you could argue you could put Augustus or Trajan in his position right now, and they wouldn't be able to do anything either. You could make that argument. You could. But we're not dealing with hypotheticals. We're dealing no. with solid, hard history here. Exactly. So and what we he, normally he do. Did, he did nothing. So. I'm going to give him some for his very sensible response to Arstelian. He was also hated by everybody. Yes, he was. And I almost want to give him a point for dealing with the Goths, because that was actually sensible. Because mm. there was literally nothing else that he yes. could do, but then because there was nothing else he could do, is that really a choice? I'm going to give him two just for not declaring civil war. I'm impressed, actually. I want even three. Okay. <laughs> that is five for... Successus Ultimus. Image of Okay. What do you think he looked like? Um, I think he had a head. Yeah. I need him a beard. I think he's had a bit beard. Not massively long, but, you know, I think the shorter beard's in style now. Okay. That's uh, beardy, hairy. That's what he looked like. Bold and old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Very little hair. Um, he's got kind of a Galbury look about him, hasn't he? He does, especially the one on the left. The one on the right just looks eroded. Yeah. Quite spherical. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Even yeah. the neck, which is weird. Um, yeah. yeah, so he's bald, lots of headlines. Quite a long nose, quite a pointy chin, actually. Yeah. Although I, it's just chipped off, I can't tell. I can't really say I'm impressed. He looks more empery than, than his predecessor. Yeah, that's true. We're not fully convinced both of these are him, and they do look slightly different to each other. <laughs> that's a good point, help. actually. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. They do. Uh, the one on the left is more likely him, so let's more judge him on that one. He looks quite severe, doesn't he? I mean, he doesn't look too bad. I, he, like you say, it's definitely better than the last one, but two. Uh, I'll go for three. Okay. So that is one point two five for Imagofacius. Temple completed. Okay, how long do you think he lasted? I think this is into the couple of years, not like two years or something a year. Not bad, three years. Three years. Okay. He lasted three years from two five one to two five three. We're starting to lose detail here, so I'm just gonna round that two three years. Okay. So that gives him a score of zero point three eight. It's really saying something where three years sounds quite good at the moment, yeah, doesn't it? Three really well. whole years. <laughs> Damn successful. Well done you. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, but in a way, that is really successful because of all the stuff Rome is going through, that's incredibly successful. Philip lasted longer. Okay. And so did Gordian III. But then we have to go all the way back to Thrax to get close to that. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not an awful for this no. period. Yeah, we'll see. His final score he's not broken out of the 0 to 10 club. He is on 9.63, which uh, isn't great. <laughs> it is better than Gordian II. Well done. <laughs> it is better than Balbinus. It's certainly better than Hostilian. It's Julianus. better than Julianus. But it is not as good as... Augustus. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else. <laughs> Even Nerva managed to beat him. Wow. Protective yeah. Nerva. Okay. Yeah. So, um, not great, Gallus. No. Not... not. But does he have it? Does he have does a certain je ne sais I'm still amazed. I mean, obviously no. But, <laughs> but I'm, I'm still amazed he lasted three years. Yeah. It's just a no, isn't it? Yeah, it's a no. I mean, no. he's very much like Decius and Philip. And... 
It's just yet another didn't last many years, couldn't do much. Passed the parcel and that was that was it. Off we go. So that is no Genesis are yet again. However, you will be pleased to know that after Emilianus, yes, who I don't want to give too much of a spoiler away, but that will be a short episode. <laughs> after that, we've finally got over the first phase of the crisis. They come in phases. Yes. How I like to split it is the fall, yeah. the rock bottom, and then yeah. the rise. Okay. The rock bottom is only two people. It's Valerian and Gallienus. See, Valerian, I've heard the name. Yeah. I, was, I, I seemed to have good... I thought he was all right. Well, I've heard of him. See, I can guarantee you, and I'm not going to give anything away, because I don't want to ruin it for you, but after Emilianus, we are going to start getting contenders for Gen A Caesar. Okay. This run that we've gone through now is why the crisis happened. It's just yeah. lots of rubbish emperors. <laughs> Once we hit rock bottom, there's only one way to go. Yeah, that's true. And now we'll, then we'll start seeing some good emperors. So they're coming, they are. Next week, we'll have <clears throat> Emilianus. Okay. And because that's going to be a very short episode, we will also have Valerian. Okay. He finally arrives. Toozy. Yes. And then we'll, uh, we'll start seeing how Rome recovers from this terrible predicament that they found themselves in. Good. Yeah. So, join us for that. Right, our usual thank yous to the Rex Factor and to Scott Rollins, Roman and Byzantine History Group. Thank you to all our followers and listeners. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And WordPress, look at WordPress. It's got all of our maps and our cards and uh, Jamie's blog. He's up to four now. <laughs> Aren't you, Jamie? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I'm, I'm Actually, I'm writing one on Hostilian <laughs> after this. Oh, I. He's just going to have ha 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 ha. <laughs> Ha ha ha. Ha. Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So check all of that stuff out. And at the end of this episode, a new <clears throat> feature called Wedded Rome. Wedded Rome. I know the side is locked up. When in Rome. Nice. You'll find out about that after this bit of music. But until next time, I'll be the same. I'll be the same. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. And the amount I need to pay you each week to get you to do this. I know. Yeah. Should, should we try the carrots first? <sighs> yes. The carrots... Let's ease ourselves into this. Right, so let's describe the carrots. They look um, like very thinly chopped carrots mm -hmm. um, covered in cumin. Cumin, yeah. Yeah. So slightly dusted with spice. They smell nice. They do, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... Oh, they're soft. They've been cooked. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It's going in the mouth. Oh, you've already had it and you've paused. <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay. That's not bad. That's okay. I wish I had that carrot bit. Keep it in. Yeah, unsurprisingly. Although these carrots are modern carrots, obviously. Yes. Carrots in the Roman times would have been small, shriveled and purple. Yes. Carrots originally purple, so... Yeah, maybe we should change the colour of the carrots somehow. Got some food dye. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make them more natural. <laughs> yeah. No, I can eat these. I don't think it would sustain me on a march through the desert. No. But there's quite a high sugar content in, in carrots, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Mm. Actually, they're quite nice. I'll carry on eating those after I'm disgusted by what's next, because okay. I really have a bad yeah. feeling about this. So, okay. So this is a porridge. It looks OTP. like porridge. It yeah. Lo it just looks um, like porridge. And you know how something it, oh, oh, it even drops off a spoon-like porridge? You know, do you remember Tab Clear? The drink? Yeah. Yeah. Clear Coca-Cola. It was just freaked everyone out. Yeah, yeah. Because it looked wrong. Mm. You are expecting something else. I'm going to be expecting porridge, and it's not going to taste like porridge, and no. that's going to make me sad. But think of it, a soldier would eat this. High carbohydrate. Yeah. Um, lots of energy for marching. Got olives in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some olives on top as well. I like olives. And the seasoning as well, the salty, fishy... Fishy goodness. Ugh. And th I'm guessing this would have been, like, their main source of food, something like this. Yeah, this is what they ate most carrots of would the have, time. Carrots would have been the treat. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll, we'll do this at the same time. At the same time. Oh, oh seriously, it's, it's porridge, but it's going to taste fishy. I smell it from here. I hate I hate seafoody fishy. It smells it smells like gone off porridge. Right, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for it. Suspense okay. is killing me. We'll, we'll do it to, we'll, we'll do it together. Okay, here we go. I'll, I'll leave an olive for afterwards. It's gonna be awful. Okay. Three, two, two, one, go. That is nowhere near as bad as I thought it would be. No. I don't think I could eat the whole bowl. We're not going to. <laughs> no. But that tastes i was expecting an overpowering fishy taste <clears throat> me too and i hate fish it's very salty it's very salty i'm gonna try it with an olive now oh yeah yeah the fact that i'm even having a second bite proves to me that this is nowhere near as bad as i thought it would be okay olive highs the taste mm. actually with the olive that's not actually too bad mm. Mm. please take it home no we're <laughs> staying here <laughs> but with the olive if you had enough olives that all you can taste is olive and not the Padding essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. Mm. Um, let's rank it on them. Okay. So, so find your smacks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th I think you get. <laughs> I had to fight quite a lot to eat the porridge because yes. I hate, I can't stand the yeah. smell, sight, look of seafood. Yeah. So. I'm going to give it eight. I'm going to give it eight for. Yeah, that's a pick. Good fight. Yeah. Okay. Eight as well. Um, the carrots, I'm only going to give three. That, that's quite... Oh, I'll give it one. Actually, There's no, you're no right. There's no at all. In I'm going to have another carrot. They're all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, fork, don't care. Propium crazy. Fish in porridge is crazy. It is. It is. Carrots are all right. Mm. Yeah. So, Cuban, even better. I'm going to give the same score as I did before. Yeah, I agree with that. Eight and three. 
Successus Ultimus. The probe's far more successful than I was expecting. Yes, I would. I thought that was going to be zero. I'm actually going to give it. I'm going to give it a four. A four. Yeah, because I could, if I was starving, imagine me actually eating that. I thought I couldn't get it down. I'd got a drink next to me ready to drink. <laughs> me too. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I still haven't needed a swig. That's, that's but, true, um, nor have I, and I hate I'm going to have another bit I to prove that it's not that bad. And by a bit, you literally mean the smallest morsel you can possibly get into your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how much would it cost if I could do a full full spoon? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> nor am I. <laughs> so, yeah, four for success as Ultimus. Uh, yeah, I'm quite surprised, but I'm still going to give it two. Okay. Carrots, eight. Yeah, and carrots are very good, yeah. I like yeah. the carrots. I'm going to have another one. Yeah. Image of facious. Um, the carrots look very appeasing. Yeah. Appeasing? <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they look pleasant. They look mm. like a party snack. Mm. Yeah. The porridge looked like porridge with, with olives in. So, mm. I mean, unless it's covered in, like, honey or maple syrup to give it a nice shiny glow, I think it's hard to... to make porridge look good. Can we add another dimension to this about smell as part mm. of the facious? Because... It smells salty, but it doesn't smell that fishy. No. Of course, we are using fish paste, aren't we? Or something, yeah. We're not using what they used. The maybe garret, it was a yeah. lot more fishy. Probably. But maybe well, it we wasn't. We can try and get hold of some. Maybe it wasn't. Anchovy juice. Who knows? Yeah, well, I'm going to give uh, two for the porridge. I'm going to give five for the carrots. I'm going to give six to the carrots. Yeah, okay. I'm going to give two to the porridge. Okay. So four divided by four is one, and whatever you said for that one. Yeah, listeners can buy that one. Yeah. Uh, Tempo complete. <laughs> right, I'm going to give ten. No, no, sorry, it's five. It's at five, isn't it? I'm going to give the full five for the porridge, because there is no way that's being finished. So it is going to stay around <laughs> for a long time. Well, how, about, how about the length, length of time it stays in your mouth? Oh, we could do it that way. Um, the carrots, I can nice taste time. the carrots more mm, than the porridge. I still taste it. Yeah, the carrots have a stronger taste. Cumin is quite a pungent yeah. spice, isn't it? Yeah. I'll give the carrots a four. Yeah, okay. That'll do for me. I'll show yours. Right, and finally, Genesis are... No. To either? I'll give the carrots it. I'll consider the carrots, but not the porridge. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, Genesis are the carrots. Okay, well, well done. You can be the snack of choice for the... Um, <laughs> in the Colosseum. <laughs> in the Colosseum. In the waiting room, in the green yeah. room of the Colosseum. That's what they're That's the Golden right House, now. remember? Oh, of course, yes. Yes, so we'll be serving up cumin carrots in the Golden House. Mm. And uh, Suetonius and the drunk men from the Historia Augusta. It should be good. All our sources watching. Yeah. Yeah, they can eat it. Okay. Job done. Can we do wine next time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roman wine. Or just wine. <laughs> <laughs>